Albert Einstein once told his assistant and biographer Banesh Hoffman that, quote, ideas come from God. You cannot command the idea to come. It will come when it's good and ready. Today, I'm talking with my friend Sean Brown about ideas and specifically ideas that come from God. This is Stacy Julian with episode 140 of Exactly Enough Time. Exactly Enough Time is a podcast about being present. It's about recognizing the time you have to enjoy the people, places, and things important to you. Did you know we can choose to be curious and playful, to live with intention, and to create connection? I am your host, Stacy Julian. I am a life enthusiast and a believer. Listen up. I think you'll find inspiration for living your life and telling your story, because you have exactly enough time. Yay, it's podcast day. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so glad you're here. My guest today is a good friend and someone that I have admired for many years. Because I love stories, of course, I'm going to tell you kind of a fun and funny story. 20 years ago and just a few days after I moved back to Washington State, Sean Brown introduced herself and said to me, I hear you like to run. And I said, I do. The next day, she and her running buddy were at my house at the crack of dawn, and we set off. You guys, (laughs) as I remember it, it was about a half a mile later, and it became crystal clear that what I liked to do, or what I liked to do back then, was something much slower than running. (laughs) I remember telling Sean, as I panted, that I could not keep pace with her and that she was free to speed up and leave me in the dust. And this she did. (laughs) But truly, Sean is an amazing human. And when it comes to ideas, she is in good company. Hello, Einstein. (laughs) Okay. But Sean has been an example to me for so many years of mothering and of balancing motherhood with work. Sean loves community and serving others. She tackles big projects and always invites others to come along with her as she works to make things better. She is a natural teacher, leader, and champion of good causes. And the reason she's on my show today is she just recently wrote and published a children's book. How cool is that? I am so grateful and excited for the opportunity to help my friend promote this amazing thing that she has accomplished. So I will just cut right to my conversation with author Sean Brown. Okay, Sean Brown, it's super exciting to just sit down with you today. We've been friends for many years. I already introduced you and said lots of nice things, (laughs) But, um, but I'm just excited to visit with you about this project that you are introducing to the world. So thank you for being here. I want you to start by introducing yourself. Tell my listeners where you live and just a few things about you. 
Okay, well, I'll just say first, thank you. I'm excited to have this conversation. Mm. I live in Liberty Lake, Washington. So do actually, I. Yes, we are <laughs> not quite neighbors because we live on the edge of Liberty Lake, actually maybe 100 yards from Idaho. We take right. our garbage to Idaho, but we live in Washington. Um, I have five children who are all grown and 10 grandchildren. I work full-time as a project manager for um, a company that's headquartered here in Liberty Lake. And then in my free time, I love to be with my grandchildren, and I love to write stories for them. Oh, that's so awesome. What a cool thing. A grandma who writes stories. I think that's awesome. So I love that you said stories because that is one, I mean, that is one of my biggest passions in life. And I know that my listeners love stories as well. So I want to start with a story about you And let's go back to elementary school for a minute because there was something kind of cool that happened in the fifth grade and maybe something happened before that, but something happened in the fifth grade that sparked, right, something in you, maybe gave you additional confidence. So tell me about that. I will. I had an amazing fifth grade teacher, Mr. Ivers, and he encouraged us to explore all kinds of new things. I discovered what football was in the Mm -hmm. fifth grade and I discovered I was faster than the boys. Ah. And um, one of the things that we did in fifth grade is we did a segment on writing and we had a competition and I won an award for the best society writer. What does that even mean, society writer? Well, we had to turn in newspaper articles, pretend newspaper articles. So I won the award for society writer and news writer, but this boy won the (laughs) award for sports writer. Oh. But ever since then, I've known that I loved writing and loved the feeling of reading my writing, having others respond to my writing, and most recently holding my writing in my Mm. hand in the form of a published book. Mm. Okay, now before we go any farther, you just just triggered something for me. Um, You mentioned newspaper. Okay, so I've lived in Liberty Lake coming up on 23 years, and how long ago you started our community newsletter, The Splash. That's we right. live by a lake, so it was the Liberty Lake Splash. So tell, tell my readers a little bit about that. Okay, sure. Uh, when I was in college, I wrote for, quote, the underground newspaper. It oh. wasn't the college newspaper. It was another newspaper that kind of highlighted those stories that were missed oh. by the university newspaper. And then we moved to New York. I had four kids, but I found a little community newspaper, and I did freelance writing for them, covering the local sports and oh, you know no some way. historical sites. And then we moved here to Liberty Lake, and I said, oh, I'll write for the paper. But there wasn't one. <laughs> so at, I don't even think we were a city. We were not a city. Yeah. And um, so my husband and I said, well, let's try it. <gasps> so in our basement, we sat down and created the first issue of what everyone knows today as the Liberty Lake Splash. Mm -hmm. But at that time, we had planned to call it the Telegraph. And the morning that we were going to take it to the publisher, I was in the shower, and I thought, Splash! Liberty Lake (laughs) Splash! And so we changed the name on the masthead, but we forgot to change it on the inside pages. Oh, that's hilarious. But from there on, the Splash grew. People just um, embraced it as a community. Mm -hmm. People would call us and say, hey, so-and-so's digging a hole down on, you know, (laughs) Sprague. Come and see what they're doing and write an article about it. So we loved doing the Splash. I was the publisher and the um, news writer. And along the way, we had a few other people that helped with different articles and things. And it was a great way to um, 
kind of um, bring this community together. It was. I think it was the way that this community came together. I really do. Thank and, you. And it's still something that we look forward to getting. You know, I think it comes out maybe monthly now. It is monthly now, right? We did it weekly. It's monthly now. I've always called it my sixth child, so it was a little <laughs> hard to sell it, but I'm grateful that it still continues under Ben Wick. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Oh, that's so cool. I don't think, I didn't know. I maybe just assumed that the splash was, um, I don't know. I don't know how you came up with that title, so that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Yep. <clears throat> okay, so let's talk about this writing, that this most current writing that you've done. It's a new book, and, and I really just want you to tell me about it, but maybe just to get you started, what inspired this book? Um, and then after that, give me a peek into your writing process. I know um, that there are a lot of people that have a dream, right, of writing a book. They want to write a book for, for adults or children. Um, and so many of us have goals and a desire to, to create. But um, I want to know how you have pushed back on self-doubt, which is so prevalent for people, and kind of that incessant chatter from the inner critic, right? I assume you have one. I have one. <laughs> so how how have you pushed back on those things and um, and been able to really listen to sort of the whisperings um, that God has given you, has called you as a writer? You're going to talk about that, I know, but dive in. So okay. that, that was a big, long question, okay. but what inspired will, you and all of the rest? So. I will dive in, and if I miss something, you can pull me <laughs> back to it. So the book that we're talking about today is titled The Best Ideas Come From God. Hmm. And I have known since I was 14 that I would write books for children that um, share about the teachings of Jesus Christ, the principles of his gospel. Mm. God helped me to know that that was something he wanted me to do at a very young age. Mm. And during the time that I was raising my children, there wasn't time right. to sit down and tackle a project that uh, I had never done anything like it before. I didn't know how to do it. But as my children left home, um, then I began to turn my focus to how could I do this thing that I knew God wanted me to do, to write down these principles, his gospel, his teaching in the form of stories for children wow. that would help them in their lives. So I would pray and ask for help. I would make lists of ideas, things that I could write about. Yeah. I bought some books about writing, and then I would pray some more. Yeah. And one day, this title just came to me. The best ideas come from God. And I love it. It's so true. <laughs> and true it came me. to me from God, I'm sure. Yeah. It was his idea. And so I started to try to build around that. What would a book that had that title look like? And I had a friend that spoke in church. I get a lot of my inspiration sitting in church. Yeah. Um, the church that I attend, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we don't have a paid ministry. Like the same minister or pastor doesn't teach every Sunday. Right. Different people from the congregation are invited to share. And one Sunday, a friend of mine was sharing and she said, I just live my life based on the principle that if a good idea comes into my mind, it's from God. Hmm. And until proven otherwise, that's what I do. Yeah. And this, I thought, that is great. Any idea to do good is from God. Yeah. And if we keep that in our mind, that's an easy way to recognize when he's speaking to us, when he's yes. helping us. So I love the United States of America. Yeah. I love the people who came to this country and fought for freedom and established our constitution and mm -hmm. the principles of our government. Well, and I'm so excited. I'm going to interrupt you because that's what I do nonstop. But 
this this episode is going to go live the week of July 4th. So I was so happy when you and I connected at a recent, you know, sort of gathering of friends and, and you said, I have this new book. And I'm like, let's do it like right away <laughs> because it, it's going to come up. Yes. It's, yeah, we're going to share it the week of, you know, our independence uh, holiday. So Wonderful. That's yeah. wonderful because yeah. the book is a collection of stories mm-hmm. about real people who got ideas from God to help them make yeah. a difference in yeah. the world that they lived in. And the first one that I focus on is George Washington, well, that's the father of our country. <laughs> that's yeah. appropriate. That will be appropriate for July 4th. So uh, I love it. But that's, you know, that's how the book came to me. And then I began to build the ideas of what stories are there out there where people got an idea from God. Mm-hmm. And we know, all of us know, because we've studied it or heard about it, that it made a real difference for the world. George yeah. Washington, Harriet Tubman... Those are some of the individuals that are highlighted in the mm. book. Okay, so a couple things that you said that I really, really like. First of all, just you, you said your friend said it in church, but you know, if you get an idea, and I and I have used this same sort of litmus, if you will, you get an idea, and if the idea is to do something good, is it if it's to serve somebody, if it's to, yeah, make a change in my own life that will bring about right good things, then I'm like, okay. And, and honestly, sometimes you get these ideas from me anyway, and I'm like, I know that didn't come from my brain. Like, it just didn't. You know what I mean? It's not yep. something that I have been thinking about. And so I really love that you that you just talked about that because I, I know that my listeners are going to resonate with that. Everyone has had that experience where where they get an idea. And I love that you just, you know, you the, if, I think especially when you give credit to God. And then I love how you also talked about praying like, just because you've been given an idea doesn't mean you, you know what to do next, right? It <laughs> doesn't mean that you have all of the instruction that you feel like you need uh, to, move, to move forward. So the one thing you didn't really talk about is, uh, have you had to push back on some doubt or inner critic? Have you had to do that at all? So I am not an illustrator. I don't ah. paint. I don't draw. I, it's not my strength to mm-hmm. capture things with pictures. Yeah. So... From the very beginning, as I've tried to write stories for children, that has been a major obstacle. Mm. Because any children's book is told almost at least halfway or even more than that through the pictures. Through the pictures, sure. Some of the books that I've started on, I need pictures to even write the words and yeah. and I'm stuck. Ah. So that has been an area where I've really had to rely on God, my Heavenly Father, to help me get over that. Okay. And for this particular book, I um, I started asking people, my kids, my neighbors, my friends, and someone recommended a, a woman that I know very well, Brenda Braun, who is an illustrator. Yeah. And so I reached out to her, and we actually began this project of The Best Ideas Come From God with her doing a few initial designs yeah. for the story of George Washington. But I got busy and she got busy and we just, we couldn't connect back together. But I was feeling very, I was feeling more urgency from God that I needed to keep moving on this project. And so we started this in 2021. We got stalled. And in the beginning of 2022, again, I started looking for a way to illustrate this book. Okay. And I went to the farmer's market one day and there was someone there sharing a book that he had written and he mentioned Upwork. It's a marketplace, an online marketplace. Say it again, slow up. Upwork. Oh, it's like a website. Yeah, it's a website where um, illustrators can put the samples of their work and the rate that they charge and 
then um, people wow. who are looking for graphic design or illustration or mobile app design or whatever can go there and kind of um, interview them or, oh. you know, review their work, uh, exchange, you know, mm-hmm. questions. And um, and that's what I did. And I found this uh, individual named Sonia. Well, and I'm, I'm looking at a copy. You get you brought a copy that I could just yeah. be looking at while you're talking. It's gorgeous. It is. Like, the colors are so rich, and they really are so, like, they keep, you know, she's very good at directing your eye. Obviously, even without reading the words, you do. You kind of get a sense of what the story is about. So keep going. Anyway, okay. it's just fun that so, I get to look at it while you're talking. <laughs> you know, I looked through five or six or maybe ten different artists, yeah. and I settled on Sonia. I just, I liked her work I liked her colors yeah and when I began to exchange um you know when we began to talk back and forth online she was very receptive like I could give her ideas and she would propose ideas she was very uh it was a collaboration yeah it wasn't please do this and then she passed it back it was very much a collaboration um she's from Serbia Oh, you're I, kidding. Of course, we've never met, and I uh, don't know how old she is. Okay, God bless technology. Yes. I just want to say God bless technology because obviously that is an idea from God. I believe, you know, it can be used for not so good things. But you connected with a woman in Serbia to illustrate your book. Yes, my book about American heroes. Oh, and that's, I never, yeah, that's right. It was a little tricky. She didn't, oh. um, she didn't really have a no, concept of pioneer clothing. Yeah. So I had to kind of <gasps> give her some pictures, you know, but she did a beautiful job. And as we came to the end of the book, I was looking for an image to tie everything together. And yeah. she drew that image for me. It's like a museum. It's like a young girl is standing in a museum and she has, um, Things about George Washington on one side of her, Harriet Tubman on another side of her, the other um, characters in the story. Wow. And then behind, she drew the Savior, Jesus Christ. I didn't oh, ask her to do that. Really? But I thought it was beautiful that she understood my message that God was sending these ideas. Wow. I'm looking at that, at that, and that image. That is amazing. So God was giving, what's her name? Sonia ideas. Sonia ideas. How do you say her last name? Do you have any idea? Uh... Jovanovich. 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 Okay, well, that's so fun. I'll try and find... It'd be fun to link to... I don't know if she has... Maybe I'll just link to Upwork, but but it, maybe I'll look her up and see if she has... I mean, this is amazing. I don't finish my sentences either, but this is amazing. This is such a cool thing that you have created. I love it so much. It really is because I know all along the way God was helping me because... Well, I believe he was helping me because in today's world, there are so many children who really need to know that they can get help directly for God. They may not have yeah. adults in their life yeah. that are going to help them and guide them. Mm-hmm. We live in a different era. Mm-hmm. And so that's my hope, that yeah. many children can learn that they can get help directly from God. Yeah. That is true because I think, I mean, when we were growing up, the vast majority of my friends went to church. And you just had church. your parents, you had their parents, you had yeah. your teachers, you had your coaches. And we, ta- and we just talked about prayer and different things. And I'm not saying that we should or shouldn't, whatever's happened, you know, but we definitely, you're right that they were growing up in a much more secular society. And so um, I just, I think they deserve that. I think they deserve to know who they are and that they do have access. I mean, obviously that's what we believe, but access to heaven, you know? And I think people feel inspiration and maybe they don't know you know, where that, what the source of that inspiration is. But anyway, I just love that you're, I love, love, love that you're doing this and that you're 
So what I want to know now is can you go dive into one of the characters in the book and just tell me maybe a little bit about the idea that they received and how that served to change other people's lives or to better their own life? Or... Sure, sure. If you don't mind, I'm going to turn to the section on Christopher Columbus. Okay. Because oh, there's we know a him. beautiful quote from him okay. that just captures, well, I'll go back a little bit. Okay. Um, there's scripture that says, I looked and beheld a man who was separated from my brethren by many waters. And the Spirit of God came down and wrought upon the man, and he went forth upon the many waters, even under the seed of my brethren who were in the promised land. And I believe that that scripture is talking about Christopher Columbus. Okay. And Christopher Columbus said himself about God, I could sense his hand upon me so that it became clear to me that it was feasible to navigate from here to the Indies. Now, he, had, he thought he was going to the Indies. Sure. But he was going to the West Indies, which we know as the Bahamas and yeah. the Americas. Yeah. So he's saying right there, God helped him understand how to sail his ship mm-hmm. to America. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, you know, God sent him that idea mm-hmm. and, and all the ideas he needed yeah. in a time when he didn't have the same technology that we do. No, not at all. He had to rely on the stars yeah. and the tools that they had in the day. So... You know, yeah. and of course we know Harriet Tubman went back and forth to rescue more than 300 slaves and bring yeah. them to freedom. And um, in that day, it was so dangerous. So many people were looking so for slaves dangerous. and wanting to capture them. And she never was captured and she rescued so many people. And she said herself, yeah. God told me to do this. Yeah, yeah. That's. I was gonna turn to that. You, you, in the book on page 63, you have in her own words, Harriet wrote about the many times God sent her ideas. The Lord told me to do this, Harriet said of her work to help other slaves in their escape to freedom on the Underground Railroad in the 1850s. So, so, so cool. Wow. And even, you know, she talks about, oh, Lord, I can't. Don't ask me. Take somebody else. (laughs) There you go. There's your self-doubt. I mean, I think we all have it. For me, it was, you know, about the illustrations. I just, and and the publishing process. I mean, when I published The Best Ideas Come From God, I had already done a couple books self-published with Amazon. Yeah. So I knew a little bit more about the process, but I made a lot of mistakes because initially I wanted, I always wanted it to be hard copy. Okay. But I... It wasn't 75 pages long, which is the minimum for Amazon hard copy which books. Which seems, and I'm holding it, it seems like a long book for a children's book. It like, is a long book. And I had written it in four um, four, four books, one about oh, each character. Okay. And you can actually get those in paperback on Amazon. Okay. But in order to make it hardback, I had to do it um, 75 pages. And huh. also, with Amazon Publishing... I had wanted it to go this way, landscape. And so Sonia drew all the pictures, landscape. And when I realized Amazon would only do it portrait, I had to figure out how to lay out the book so that her pictures still worked with the with the text. And you know, that also was inspiration. I yeah. I laid this book out so many times. I'm blessed because of the newspaper. I know how to use the tools for layout and Mm -hmm. putting pictures and words together on a page. So I'm very grateful for that. Um knowledge but I had to do it over and over and over again with this book Mm. to finally get it right and that's why it was like yay I'm finally holding the hard copy in my hand (laughs) you should you seriously should be so proud but I love that you talked about mistakes because I think so many people that I meet interpret mistakes as being a sign that they're not doing the right thing or that something has gone wrong 
And I, I just don't think that's true. I think it's just, that's part of any creative process and persevering, persevering through those, you know? So, and I love, I love too, as you were talking about, you know, your background in newspaper. I mean, Heavenly Father's prepared you, girl, right? He let you know when you were a teenager that you have this gift that you needed to develop. And then he gives you these opportunities, you know, as you, as you grow and as you're a busy mom, but giving you the tools that you're going to need to, you know, get to the place where you have the time and then also the capacity and the developed gifts to do, to do this. So it's so true. And we got to be easy on ourselves because I can look back and you can look back and we can see that. Mm -hmm. But I couldn't see that at 30 something when I had a house full of kids and I was saying, you know, I know God wants me to write stories for children, but how am I supposed to fit that in my day? Right. And you know, to everything there is a season. Mm-hmm. And I love that scripture, and and I love that we can look back, and we need to be easy on ourselves, mm-hmm. and just know that if if we're trying, that's what God expects. Mm-hmm. You know, all He expects is that we're trying. We're trying to follow His will, find His way, mm-hmm. and do it as best we can, and He will help yep. us. It might not be the timing that we hope for or expect mm-hmm. with the best ideas come from God. You know, it took me several years mm-hmm. to get to the point where it's something people can buy on Amazon, but yeah. I'm finally there. And then the next step is to figure out how to let people know about it. So I feel very grateful to you. I actually, you know, I was praying Saturday. God, you know, the work week is over. I have Saturday to work on this. What can I do? And he sent me ideas for... Yeah you know, how to let other people know about it. And yeah. so I'm grateful that I stuck it in the car. And when you and I ran into each other, I showed it to you. you and here did. we are. I know. See, oh, that's so awesome. Before I let you go, because it is so fascinating to me that you have self-published this beautiful book, <laughs> found an illustrator in Serbia, laid it all out. So tell me about publishing on Amazon and then tell us, and let's just segue right into how do my listeners get their hands on a copy then? Obviously Amazon, and I'll put a link, but tell me what you've learned in that publishing process or a little bit more about that publishing process. What's that been like for you? Sure. Okay. So I have self-published on Amazon four times now. Okay. That's amazing. So the first book I wrote was uh, just a for seventh graders, how to prepare to apply for scholarships. I had taken five kids through the process, and I had learned a lot of things. And you so have I thought, super smart kids, and I they could all get scholarships. <laughs> so it. that little book yeah. was just seven steps to scholarship success, and that was my oh. first book on Amazon. And then years later, I um, put together a collection of stories that my mom told about her childhood. Oh. And this one, pretty much, I put it on Amazon because that was the easiest way to let my brothers and sisters get a hold of it. Really? You know, the cheapest way. Amazon oh. is so affordable. The only expense to me is the $10 for the barcode on the back. You're kidding. That's it. Plus so my do they, time. Do they set the price point or do you? Um, so they set a minimum. Okay. And so when you publish on Amazon, they you have to do all the layout work and upload it. Sure. And then they will um, say it can has to be at least this much, and you can put it anywhere over that that you want. And then they take their piece out of yeah. the this much, and you get yeah. you know what you and they don't print them till someone orders them. <gasps> That's okay. Yeah. Okay. So that makes sense. And then this last year, I published my first a- novel, which. Um, was different because I didn't have any pictures. So that yeah. was a lower barrier to entry, you know, just the words. Lower barrier. I like how she says <laughs> writing a novel is a lower barrier. <laughs> I don't but think this so. this one was definitely the hardest because really? the illustrations and yeah. 
the fact that I wanted to do it hard copy, all those things made it more complex. Yeah. And so, but Amazon has great resources. You know, if you take time to read their information, download their templates, mm. um, that, you know, they've even got like, um, like I, I got these published digitally on Amazon before print because they've got this tool. You can drop everything into their oh. ebook creator. Yeah. Oh, so is so it available as an it ebook? It is available as, as an oh, okay. ebook. Actually, the 75-page collection of four is not. The okay. individual books about each of oh, the yeah, different historical figures that. are available by ebook. But that's fun because then if you, know, you could purchase one of those and find yeah. out that, yes, you want the whole book. Because right. I want the whole book in my little library with my... I have a collection of favorite children's books downstairs, you know, and keeping my... Just handy for when the grandchildren come over, right? Then I can, like, pick a book and bring it to me on the sofa. The there you go. Well, I will be yourself. honored if you stick it in your library. <laughs> that's so awesome. Oh, Sean, thank you so much for being here. Is there anything else you want to share that I didn't ask or that you just want to add? You know what? This has been great. So thank you. I don't think I want to add anything except okay. that um, when you get ideas from God, don't mm-hmm. wait. Don't Act wait. on them. Yeah. And be patient because it's a process. Yes. I love that. Yes. I love it so much. Thank you so much. Okay, so there's a couple questions that I ask all of my guests at the end of an episode. And the first one is called People, Places, and Things. So I just want you to tell me, other than this awesome book, The Best Ideas Come From God, um, what is another person, place, or thing that has your attention or your focus right now? Well, this country has my focus. Mm. I feel like we have a wonderful country, wonderful people in this country, mm-hmm. but it's hard for people to know that. Yeah. And one of the things that I um, am looking forward to doing is just teaching a small group of 7th and 8th graders about the Constitution of the United States of America. I'm going to volunteer at a private school in the area because if just just a handful more people understand the sacrifices that were made Mm -hmm. to found this great country and the inspiration that came from God to those men Mm -hmm. to create our government, then, you know, that can be a ripple effect out into their associations Mm -hmm. and the families that they raise. Oh my goodness. That's, again, perfect for this week. I too am so grateful, so grateful for the United States. And it does feel like a very divisive, contentious culture a lot of the time. But what I've learned is, and it's what it's done for me, it's so interesting because I would have never guessed this if you had asked me five years ago (laughs) anyway. But I am more willing to talk to people. And whenever I talk to someone, um, Uh, Of course, not knowing their political views or any of that, if I just get to know them and get to know a little of their story, guess what? I already love them. Like, I just love them. So I think, you know, I just, yeah, I think about that a lot. Like, just talk to people. Talk to your neighbors. Talk to, I think we don't do that as much as maybe we used to. And I absolutely believe if you will ask people questions and get to know them, then you will find out that there's a whole lot more that you have in common. And there's um, so many people that are grateful for you know, they might not see things exactly the same way you do, but you will find common ground, most likely in gratitude. So anyway, I love that you said that. I agree with that. Then I start rambling on again. Okay. Last question. <clears throat> last question is, I need you to fill in the blank. You just say, I, Sean Brown, have exactly enough time for, and then tell me what it is. Talk I, Sean Brown, have exactly enough time to stop and listen and try to find out if there's something God wants me to do today. Mm. Okay, that's awesome. And most generally, there is something he wants you to do. And and quite often for me, it has something to do with someone else. <laughs> so true. Yes. <laughs> I really do believe that 
He answers prayers, and most of the time, <clears throat> he answers those prayers through another person. So we all need to listen a little more carefully <laughs> and be willing to act on, you know, ideas that we get. Right, and it'll always be an amazing, fulfilling experience for us when we do. Yeah, it is. It's life-changing. That's so cool. Okay, I love you, my friend. Thanks for coming on my podcast. Thank you. <laughs> I told you, she's pretty fantastic. So if you are interested in purchasing the book that Sean wrote or just learning more about it, you can visit stacyjulian.com, click on podcast, and then look for the show notes for episode 140. I'm going to wrap up just by reading the what's in the description of the book, um, The Best Ideas Come From God. It says this, children need to know that God will help them in every part of their life. Learning how to listen for guidance from God is so important for safety and peace. Using examples from the lives of Harriet Tubman, George Washington, and others, this book illustrates how God has always helped his children and teaches children how to recognize when God is helping them. July is the month that in the United States, we celebrate the founding of our country and the freedoms that we enjoy to worship God and to pursue good ideas. I love that Sean has acted on inspiration that she has felt and has created a message directed to the next generation because our country and this world needs good ideas and the best ideas do come from God. You can learn much more about my friend Sean Brown and her book when you visit stacyjulian.com, click on podcast, and then look for the show notes for episode 140. I've put all the links and information there. Okay, thank you so much for being with me today. I will be back next week with another episode of Exactly Enough. <laughs>